Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Well, we might be in the midst of a fantastic final series or a week in, but... It's an incident that is dominating the headlines. Toby Green, I'll get you up to speed on what everyone has had to say on that across the course of the day. And, of course, on Time On, it's your say on the news of the day. Let's get into it. Uh, yes, indeed. Very good evening to you. I hope you've had as good a day as possible, as good a day as possible, however you've been putting it in, wherever you've been putting it in. It's wonderful to have your company, however you're joining us, wherever you're joining us from. Uh, Sam Hargraves, one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number as uh, we look set to extend the lockdown in Melbourne. Uh, thinking of you, I hope you're doing okay. Um, I hope that you're getting through as best uh, as you can in, in really trying times. And I hope the footy is giving you something uh, to at least distract you or to look forward to or to entertain you. Uh, at the moment, uh, if you are stuck at home, so there's a heap to get through from that. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Your say uh, on the news of the day. So the story that is dominating headlines, of course, uh, is Toby Green. And if you've missed SEN throughout today and you haven't been able to keep yourself up to speed on what everybody's being able to say and has been saying about what is the biggest story uh, in AFL at the moment, then let me catch you up to speed. Be very, very clear for me. Toby, the game had stopped. He initiated it. He walked at him and he bumped him. Mm. That's as simple as you want to get it for me. Sometimes your first reaction is your right reaction, though. When I saw that for the first time, I thought, oh, God, Toby, what the hell have you done here? I know. You're in massive trouble here. I think Anywhere between two and four for me. Yeah, mm. I, I agree. I agree. I think he will. I think he'll get three weeks for that. This umpire has umpired 423 games. Let's just ring Matt and see whether he had an issue with it. That would be my starting point before we, we try and rub a guy out for three to 12 weeks. Let's stop pretending it didn't happen and inventing fantastical excuses and face up to the reality that Toby Green's action has no place in the sport and must incur a substantial suspension. For the Giants' part, well, they should be incandescent with rage toward Green. By tomorrow night, they would do well to insist Green plead guilty stand accountable to his actions, cop what comes and offer an apology to the entire football world. This is just black and white. You bump an umpire, you're in trouble. And, and you can say, oh, this is a distortion of angles, it's this, it's that. He walks straight at him. He made the, the decision. This guy, this guy has been performing like a Matrix-style AFL match for the previous 
60 minutes, and then you're telling me he accidentally walks into an umpire at, at the end of a quarter. Now, come on. Come on, guys. And the, the honest starting point for me is four weeks. I'm 100% of the belief Toby Green needs to be suspended. So over to you, AFL. How bad do you think this is? How serious are you about stamping it out? And how serious a message do you want to send to all levels of football? He walked um, into an umpire, Matthew Stevick. Yep. He bumped him. He could have walked around him. He made, it wasn't physical. It wasn't violent. It was a bit intimidating. And, and you've got to put it into a bit of context. It wasn't accidental. No, it wasn't. It was quite deliberate. What he does with this, that free kick he gives away and walking into the umpire, do you know what it is? Selfish. Hmm. It's selfish. We can make all the assumptions we want in the world until Matt Stevich comes out and says, A, did I engage him? Did I start talking to him? You can't see me, but I've engaged him yeah, about it, the yeah. incident. And B, did I feel at any moment threatened? I think it's got absolutely nothing to do with what Matt Stevich said. Yes, well, you and I are going to totally disagree. So there we go. That's across the expanse of today. So Gary and Tim, Jared Waitley, Kane Corns, David King, Dwayne Russell, Bob and Andy, Dermot Brereton as well. So we've heard from all of them and now I want to hear from you. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. So this will be heard tomorrow morning at 9am. So um, amazingly, we don't, as as beautiful and scenic and uh, just in, awe-inspiring as Barn Bugle looks to be on the Instagram photos I've seen. Apparently, Wi-Fi is not uh, part of the overall appeal to that place. It is the one thing that they are lacking in that area, so this wasn't able to happen uh, tomorrow night. So I'm not sure where they're going to be and how they're going to be there, but uh, the statement that was released today says that the AFL Tribunal will be at 9am tomorrow morning. So Toby Green, GWS Giants, has been charged with intentional umpire contact against umpire Matt Stevich during the third quarter of the elimination final between the Sydney Swans and the Giants, played at UTAS. We all know the details. In summary, he has been referred directly to the tribunal and cannot accept an early plea. Based on the available evidence, the incident was assessed as intentional umpire contact. The incident was classified as a direct referral to the tribunal and the player cannot accept an early plea. So that is where we're at. Uh, and you've heard uh, from all the biggest names on this station across the day and the people that have joined them in their programs. And certainly it's been referenced during the day that there are a heap of players who are in support uh, of Toby Green and don't think that he should be suspended. So Scott Pendlebury's been mentioned in that, but also Christian Petrarca spoke uh, to a radio station today. I think it was Kiss FM where he believed that um, that it should just be a fine. So this has been quite a divisive, is a divisive issue. And even off the text from, we've been on air for six minutes and there's been about 30 texts that have come through about this. Here's just a couple of them. Um, G'day, Sam. Bugger Toby Green, we should be celebrating the fact that Richmond have been reigning premiers for 700 days. Yes, it's coming to a close, but it's been a hell of an effort. That's from Rod in Seaford. Rod, I'm, I would love to be talking more about the football, but this is your show and this is absolutely uh, your agenda to set. Uh, and off the text, I know my old mate Gary uh, has been good enough to text me, uh, Sam. Uh, I can't read that first part, and I'll actually better address that too. Please not all green. Please not all green. Had it all day. Do something different, Gary. I'm at the behest of 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 those who listen, and if they want to put green on the agenda, then we we do absolutely have to. But I understand it would be much better to be speaking about uh, the the football we've seen and what we're hoping to come. Um, but this is. And this is part of why we, you know, you, you're upset with Toby Green because why did he have to go and do that? Why do we have to be uh, talking about this? Well, that's because he made a choice 
And now uh, we have to see what the ramifications of that choice are going to be. In, in my opener, by the way, I say, I hope you've had a good day, however you've been putting it in, wherever you've been putting it in. I just mean in the colloquialism, how have you been putting in the day? Uh, for, for a couple of people have texted in and saying that's a bit confusing and have you said the wrong thing there? No, I absolutely haven't. It's, it's an expression. How have you been putting in the day? It's, oh, I'm a country boy. That's uh, part of the vernacular, just to clarify that. Um, a couple more off the text. Um, Sam, surely the AFL needs to make an example of Toby Green. If current players and supporters are going into bat for him, it is a real problem, mate, and needs to be eradicated. That's from Sean. Um, off the text, uh, how many weeks? Uh, off the text, this has a flow-on effect to all leagues. AFL juniors, this cannot be seen as okay. Uh, and those are a few more coming in. And then uh, this one as well, the woke society, everyone feeling aggrieved for the umpire. Ask the umpire, and if he was threatened, throw the book at him, then ask why he didn't report him. Um, the first part of that's rubbish, the whole woke stuff and everything like that. There's, but the second part of that is interesting, and that is an interesting part of this situation. And and, and, and I'm very much of the belief that it re- <laughs> Matt Stevick will have a role to play in this, but the final ruling won't come down to what he says happened or didn't happen. It won't. It, it, he, he will give evidence, but... It won't. The final decision won't come down to his evidence in total. It, it just won't. So we, we sort of need to get that out of our, our thinking a little bit. He will he will be called upon, you'd think, um, but it won't be the defining piece of evidence in that. I mean, clearly there's contact. So regard he might he might be okay with it, which is absolutely fine if he is. But there's a bigger and broader issue than that. Um. It has been made. It has been brought to my attention, though, that when Lockie Neal made contact with an umpire, and when Toby Green made contact with an umpire earlier in the year, that there was an incident report put in for both of those occurrences. My understanding is, and I've got to double check this, and we are going to, and I want to follow it up um, with the AFL. But my understanding is that they may not have been an incident report put in. Uh, after this has occurred. So the umpires get together after a game and they have a chat and uh, what do we need to make people aware of? Is there something coming out of the game that we need to report? Um, So people have been making the point today that there was no report made. No, there wasn't. There also wasn't an incident report put in either, which there was in the last two things. Now, that's not me saying because of that that Toby Green should get off. I don't think he should. But it is interesting for those who are going along the line of, well, I wonder how Matt Stewick feels, but apparently there wasn't an incident report put in um, after that game. Uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Leo is in Mornington. G'day, Leo. Leo, just bear with me. I've just got to rattle the phone around a little bit. We've just done a little studio swap over. There uh, you go. You should be there now. Fire away, Leo. Uh, yeah, I was just ringing up and echoing those thoughts regarding... As a junior growing up, uh, playing football, we were taught that the umpire, you just don't, you don't touch them at all. Um, and I saw um, something on Saturday night, even when uh, Brisbane played Melbourne, where I saw Mitchell Robinson uh, get really angry uh, when he felt he deserved a free kick. And if I'm not wrong, he ran towards the umpire like he was really angry. Would, would I be right there? Uh, he was quite demonstrative, was Mitch, after he believed that he should have been given a free kick for front-on contact. I agree that he should have been. Um, and he was probably yeah, he probably went right up to the line of getting a, a 50 metre. OK, yeah, I just think, I mean, you, can't, you shouldn't even have the players running towards the umpire in that 
I think the umpire handled that really well in that moment because I think if I recall, I think the umpire did say, settle down, like sort of said, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I'm not mistaken, I think that he did make the gesture just to, just to steady on, otherwise I'm going to have to ping you. Um, so he gave him a chance to correct himself, and Mitch did. Yep. No worries. Thank you. No worries. Uh, thanks for the call, Leo. one 736 736 I'm just getting that audio up in, in just a moment, too, of... Um, uh, of what Christian Petrarca had to say today. Uh, but I'm, uh, I've only got two sets of hands, so we're going as best we can. Uh, Lindy is in Brisbane. Hi, Lindy. Oh, yes, hello. Look, um, I'm a fanatical Belong supporter, and um, I am actually disappointed to think that he may be rubbed out. He deserves it. Um, but, you know, he brings out the best in his own team. He will bring out the best in his opposition. And I think without him, it's um, it's disappointing. However, he absolutely deserves to go. And if he doesn't, the AFL are a joke and a boys' club. It was really disappointing. I thought I think highly of Nick Rewalt, but the way he and Jonathan Brown tried to um, talk it around straight after the game was atrocious. So disappointed that he may not be playing, but he absolutely doesn't deserve to be playing. Thanks. Yeah, Lindy, no, thank you. It's a, it's a really good point that you make. Uh, and there is a bit of that, I think. There is a bit of the players protecting uh, another player and sort of circling the wagons. Um, and, and I'll let you judge whether you think that's the right approach from the players or not. Um, if that's part of the, you know, maybe that's just part of the code that still exists that you don't speak ill. Uh, of another player, no matter what they've done, um, but it, this is this is something just a little bit different, isn't it? And this this is something that goes to a much bigger part of the game. It's a much bigger picture, and and I know that there'll be people that are sitting at home right now going, go and spend a day at at country footy at suburb. I know you can't at the moment, so before the text blows up with text saying we're in lockdown, I understand. But removing that. If and when you get the opportunity, go and spend a day at suburban footy, at junior footy, at country footy, and just maybe have a look to see how umpires are treated on a weekendly basis at the lower levels. It's not great viewing at times. I've had people call up this show saying that their daughter, you know, one caller who rang up and, and or texted me and said, my daughter just umpired her first game on the weekend, we'll never go back. You know, this is the situation we're seeing over and over again. So regardless of what and, – and this is the thing, and we've got a lot of callers backed up and there's a lot of texts as well, and there's a lot of other things making news today, and we'll go through all that as well. But So I've been on a bit of a mission this year to try and improve attitudes that we have towards umpires, um, and that goes towards making them full-time professionals, and that's a whole other conversation for another day. But I think as an industry and as a game – We've treated umpires like second-class citizens forever. It's just been part of the vernacular. You know, white maggots this and bloody umpires that and it's all their fault and they're to blame. And, you know, we the, the two people who get blamed for everything are coaches and umpires, and umpires far more than anybody. And even despite all that, so I've been, you know, banging that drum all year, but dis, even despite that, of my own sort of hope that we can 
change the way in which we treat umpires to, to, to bring them in much more into the fold so that people at the lower levels don't look at it as something that to be feared in, oh, geez, I'd never do that. And that's how a lot of people feel. I'd never go, I've done it once, I'll never go back and umpire a game. But even despite all that and my views on that, I was still trying to find a way to get Toby Green off for a lot of yesterday. I saw it and went, you're gone. And then when I realised what you're gone means, because the initial, and as Tim Watson said, the initial reaction is often the right reaction. So the initial reaction is the right reaction, you're gone. But then I spent the rest of the day trying to find a way to get him off because of what it meant for him not to be there. And I chatted to Jared about it. He was here and I was chatting to Nick Dalsano about it and we were all sort of going through it as well. And not that those two were trying to find a way to get him off, but in my head I'm going, I just don't want there not I just don't want there to be a finals without him playing. And that was where my head started to go to. And I had to correct that because it's not about any of that. I love Toby Green. He is one of my favourite players. Toby Green's a guy that dares the game to punish him. He openly defies the game. He'll say when he gets a fine, it's not going to change the way I do it. In that game alone, he just come off a suspension for raising his forearm. What does he go and do? Raises the forearm again. There's a hubris, but there's a swagger. There's a Conor McGregor-like vibe to Toby Green. It's like the, it's, And if you want to make it more lighthearted, he's a bit like the Fonz. He's the bad boy that everybody loves because they do things their way. And he does stare down the game. He does operate in contravention to the game at times. And that's all part of the rogue's appeal of Toby Green. And he wins a game off his own boot. And he's one of the best players in the game. And I don't want there to be finals games without Toby Green. But that's coming from a fan. And then you've got to take all that away and look at this incident for what it is. Take even the name of the person take even the situation of where the finals are, take every single element of that out, and you just have to accept the fact that as much as you might not want this to be true, this is true. And this is real. And and it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter when it is. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. It just matters what's happened, and what's happened can't happen. So that's what that's all that it boils down to, really. In the end. So that's the hardest part about all this. I was trying to think of a movie. There's a movie that where this has happened where the best player in the high school team is a bit of a, 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 a you know, a bit of a, not, not even a scallywag, but that's the wrong word and that's a very old word. But there's a, there's a movie where the best player in the team uh, is, is rough around the edges, maybe gets involved in things they shouldn't and I think might get arrested or something before the big game and then sort of lets the whole team down and you're so, you're barrack for that person, you're barrack for that person. You don't want that person to have let down the team the way that they have, but in the end they do. And you hope that after that that they can have that redemption at some point, but that won't be this year. That'll have to be next year for Toby Green to experience that. There is a movie where that happens. You'll tell me off the text the movie I'm trying to think of, but it has happened. And as much as you don't want that person to be punished because you, 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 the part of your heart is with that person, even though they've done some wrong things and they've let you down in the past, you so want them to, to get another opportunity, but it just can't happen in this situation. Hey, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Adrian, Peter, Tom, Joe, Derek, stay right there. Big news today being reported, not official yet, but uh, multiple sources reporting that Craig McRae is going to be announced maybe later this week as the new Collingwood coach. A list of 90 apparently on that list, now down to one according to some reports. So Collingwood could be set to name their new coach uh, by the end of the week. This is Time On.
I've got to apologise. I completely forgot that BP's up at 6.30 with a special one-and-a-half-hour edition of the first serve going into the US Open. So I do apologise to the people who have been waiting to talk. I waffled on. I denied you your time. I thought we had half an hour more, and I completely apologise. But Peter's in Phillip Island. Hello, mate. G'day, Sam. Quick one for you. I'll give you the government opinion, then I'll give you my opinion. They're, they're tabling an injunction on the tribunal tomorrow because the government isn't committed to going green. <laughs> okay, that was a joke. That was a joke. Now, uh, I like all right. It. Now, the thing is with with the law, and you enunciated it beautifully. There's two codes here. There's the moral code, and you've done that. The umpires, the kids watching the sport, the look of the game, and of course, it disappoints me when I see people flagrantly flagrantly abuse the rules. Where you think, well, the AFL's losing control, and of course, umpires are sacrosanct. But the law is nothing to do with what the umpire did. The umpire does his job. I would ban all speaking to umpires, period. It'll make it easier on players and umpires. But the bottom line is, if I draw a gun in public and someone says to me, oh, don't worry about matter at all, you shot in the air and didn't scare me, it's still illegal. Mm. It's still illegal. Yep. And then another person might have a heart attack and die. Well, it's still illegal in either case. You can't, you can't touch the umpire. And yes, he walked intensely towards it. He was angry. It is scary. That would have only made it worse. But, you know, you had a very experienced umpire. That doesn't, that doesn't water down the crime. It's as simple as that. No, you're right, Pete, and I thank you. You're right. He made a choice, and that choice has to has, has to have consequences, as much as we might not want those consequences to be too true. James Dean and Rick Vaughan have come through as suggestions after my almost movie review of a movie I couldn't remember. Uh, Joe's in Roeville. G'day, Joe. G'day, Sammy. How are you going? I'm well, thank you, mate. I've got about 30 seconds. What have you got for me? Yeah, I just... Um yeah, I just hate people that at the end of, end of uh, Green's career, he's going to be judged for the wrong thing. I mean, there's a lot of players in the past, like Barry Hall, Wayne Carey, great players. Green's in that category. He could be like a Dustin Martin, but unfortunately he'll be remembered for the wrong reasons when his career uh, comes to an end. That's my opinion, which is a real shame because, like I said, gun player, but, you know... Yeah. That's how people are going to judge him, I think, at the end. Yeah, Joe, thank you. I hope not. I hope he gets that chance at redemption, um, but it won't be this year. Hey, BP's up next. I'll be back with you at 8 o'clock. I'll speak to you then. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.